0: In 1980, the Thornhill family spent a year living in the village of Kamakui in the country of Sierra Leone, West Africa. 40 years later, you now have the opportunity to re-experience our family adventure through the vast number of letters written during our time there. The letters and commentary are by the original authors, Joan and Harry Thornhill. Each episode is released 40 years to the day after a letter was written. Perhaps you will be inspired to travel and fully experience new cultural adventures in an effort to become a better world citizen. We now invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this next episode of Culture Experienced. Do you, uh, you want to introduce
1: yourself? I'm Mark, Harry and Jones' oldest son, Russ's oldest brother. And I went on this trip when I was 12 years old. I turned 13 there and came back. So I came back when I was 13.
0: So this is a conversation with my eldest brother, Mark Thornhill, who was the oldest sibling on this journey to Sierra Leone. First conversation with him about this trip and obviously a integral part of all of our experience there. You've, I think, listened to a bunch of these so far. Why don't we start towards the beginning of the trip and then work our way a little through the end. You were the oldest. You were what, 12? I was 12 when we left. So you would have had a better understanding of what we were doing than I would have because I was seven when we left. What did you think about the idea of going to live in Sierra Leone for a year?
1: I was actually pretty excited about it. One of the things I did to prepare for this trip to West Africa, Gambia was on our list of places that we were going to go. And it, for a while was at the very top of our list. I did a report a required report when I was in sixth grade on the Gambia in preparation for the trip. Unfortunately, you know, in that case, we went to Sierra Leone, but uh, I, I was still looking forward to it all the same. Do you have any memories of heading over? I don't really have, in terms of going from our house down to Long Island, staying with grandma for a week or or two weeks or whatever it was, that part was, I guess, was your basic Long Island trip that we took to go see my dad's family. The next memory that I, I can really recall was being on a plane over the Atlantic Ocean and landing in Senegal and then the Gambia and then Sierra Leone. Uh, I do remember they my mom and dad talked about this earlier they left us alone in the airport well mom left us alone in the airport I do distinctly remember that episode because you were in you were in charge of us I was in charge of everybody right so it was <laughs> it was you know it was I think I think we handled it pretty well mom found all three of us in a timely manner when she was done doing what she had to do so so it all worked out um when we
0: got to comoquy and found the house essentially that we're gonna be at. What were your thoughts then of the village that we were in and kind of that whole initial thought process? I would say kind of September, October timeframe. What was kind of going through your head if if you remember anything about it?
1: I remember being very open-minded because I honestly had no idea what we were going into. I had hoped that there were things that a typical 12 year old boy would have enjoyed doing. I found that very quickly. Shortly after, particularly once we got there and we started making friends and going into town with them, and they they kind of showed us around town a little bit, things that were happening, things that we could go to, that kind of thing. That was very helpful when we first got there. Kyle and I
0: went to the elementary school, and then you were in the secondary senior school. What was that experience like for you? Because it seemingly, and based off of a lot of the letters that were written, it seemed much more serious for you. I was certainly the least serious academic, (laughs) you know, barely went to school for half a day and then just had the run of everything. And rightfully so, I should not have advanced. And I didn't (laughs) because... You know, I, I essentially did, didn't go to school for that year. It seemed like you worked much harder, certainly than I. During that time there, did you feel that that was important to in in order to kind of be a part of the culture there? And you know, what was your interaction with the other students who were older? I mean, all my interactions were for other seven year olds and that kind of thing, which we're all just kids and we don't know anything. But by the time you get up where you were at 12, 13 and then you even and had like all the gra- the kids graduating. I expect that experience might have been a little bit different than mine.
1: It was significant, I think, significantly more more serious. I think I, at that point, I was just, I didn't want to waste my time and just doodle and things like that while I was in school. I wanted to actually get something out of it. And I, I learned a few, I learned a number of things out of it. It was my first experience with algebra. I remember learning algebra. We had a wood shop. I remember, you know, drafting designs and things like that. So I I actually learned a, a number of things. I remember, you know, learning some very, very basic French because <laughs> because <laughs> we, had, we had a French class. And I was actually sent down to their, they have form one through five. And it's kind of like our seventh through twelfth grade. I was in their form three, so I was in their, their 10th grade. But for French class, they sent me down to their seventh grade class or eighth grade class to learn French.
0: Outside of school, uh, you know, we had a, a bunch of friends that we played with, uh, Saidu and Suri, I remember, came around a lot. Do you have a favorite memory of things that we did in Kamakui, of playing with anyone or experiencing anything in that village?
1: In the village itself, I I had made friends with a Lebanese person from school, and we would hang out a lot together. There was a cantina for lack of a better term, in town, and we'd, we'd frequently go there for a soda. In terms of Saito and Siri, my best memories of them were playing soccer out in the, we played in the patio. We had a large patio at our house and we, we played on that. It had a wall around it, so the ball didn't go anywhere. Foursquare, we played a little bit, their version of Foursquare. Uh, their version of baseball, which didn't include any foul lines, it was hit the ball. If you can hit the ball backwards, do it, because there's nobody fielding back there. <laughs> so I, I distinctly remember a lot having a lot of fun with our friends there. They gave us a, a good time, and, and we learned a lot from them. Did you have a favorite food? Plasas. I remember uh, today, I would still love a thing of plissas. It was mom and dad talked about your rice, and we ate a lot of it, but this plesas was, it was greens with frequently, it'd be, you know, chicken meat and, um, cooked in palm oil. And, you know, you put that up on the rice and I loved it. I remember distinctly asking for it for my birthday and Yamari made me sauce for my birthday. And I thought that was really cool.
0: Outside of Kamakui, any favorite
1: experience that we had? Besides the beach? The beach was awesome. You just can't, you, there is no, I have not seen a single beach outside of Sierra Leone better. Obviously, you probably have, you traveled the world a little bit more than I have, but. <laughs> no, I, they are, the white sand beach, of uh, that was absolutely gorgeous. But the, um, outside of Comiqui, I think my biggest memory outside of Comiqui, was when we went to go look for water with uh, Father Pazula. Oh, uh, Casula. K- K- yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, up the in, Diener. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I was one of the ones that was able to actually get the the metal rod in the jar of water to work. Yeah,
0: that was neat because it works. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you're like, what is this magic? Your thoughts on leaving Sierra Leone?
1: I was excited. I'll be honest. It, people ask me about my year in Sierra Leone, and I tell them that. It was probably one of the best years of my entire life. It was an absolutely incredible experience. Probably having my daughter ranks above it, but there's not much that ranks above that trip to Sierra Leone. But at the same time, I missed America. I missed going to McDonald's. I missed everything that that America, I missed riding my bike. I missed everything that that we have here, uh, running water. Having electricity when you go and you flip the switch on and not having to wonder if the light's going to come on at the same time. I missed America for that year. Do you at all think that that experience has influenced you throughout your life? Oh, definitely. What, my power's out because of a snowstorm or, in my case, now a hurricane? No, it's, it's, it's guess what? I've I've had power out. <laughs> you know, I, can, I get to move on. I think it's helped me prioritize things that we take for granted here. And I like to think that I don't necessarily take those things for granted. Anything else that you think needs to be added to this story? Go. That's all I got to say. Go. If you have the means to go to a third world country like this for an extended period of time and experience their culture, do it. You will not, never, ever, ever regret it. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome, Ross. I'm Uh, glad to be a part of this. I'm I'm glad I I made a trip up here to to get this done. I appreciate it.
0: I think this will probably make a bonus episode. So uh, I do thank you for for taking the time and appreciate your insight. So thanks for doing it. And thanks for being a part of the trip.
1: I enjoyed it. Let's do this again.
0: (laughs) We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Culture Experienced. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss new episodes. Join us at cultureexperienced.com for our blog and follow and like us on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. So please drop us a note at info at cultureexperienced.com. Thank you for listening.